Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Well, don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome into Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yes, it is time for the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out with you in the Kia Studios on this Friday evening. With you for the full four, we ask you to download the Odyssey app. You're not in the car as much. You want to listen in. Put the Odyssey app on one of your devices Today, take your smartphone, your Alexa speakers, your tablet, your Nintendo 64, your Roomba, your Blu-ray, whatever your device is, just download it on something to be able to catch us when you're on the go. Social media is at 929thegame on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, best way to be a part of the show, follow us on our personal Twitter pages. I am at JMCH316. That is your water cooler talking points three to six months in advance of anybody else that is out there. On the other side of the glass, producing the show, as always, Day-Day is in the house at the D. Lewis for real. We get ready for some Braves baseball coming up here. First pitch will be at uh, 720 this evening. Braves are home against the uh, Miami Marlins. Um, This is literally, record-wise, the two hottest teams in Major League Baseball. Both the Marlins and the Braves have won five straight games. The next closest team has won four straight games. That would be the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, the Braves and, uh, or sorry, the uh, Marlins and the Phillies are seven and three over their last 10. Braves are nine and one over their last 10. So now a six game lead over Miami, 10 again over Philadelphia, 17 and a half. What a joke over the Mutts. And um, look, these are the two hot teams. Right now in baseball, seems like the Braves are always getting teams when they're red hot. You know, Cincinnati had won 11 in a row when they faced them last weekend. 
And obviously, they, they got the 12 in a row, and then the Braves took the next two from them. So it seems like the Braves are playing a lot of these teams when they're hot. Uh, Braves will have, obviously, the best uniform in baseball with the uh, red alternative uh, home jerseys. Uh, there, there's nothing better in baseball. That that red, I, I'm, I'm watching Michael Soroka up here now, like that red with the white pants and the blue hats, like that's the uniform. I, I know everybody loves the throwbacks and stuff, and I love the throwbacks as well, but I really like that red uniform that the Braves trot out there on a uh, home game every Friday night. So uh, obviously Michael Soroka, he is back. And look, this is what my wish is. And I explained this on the show last night, I believe it was. Leave Michael Soroka up here. Quit. Don't don't do the Partridge family bus thing, shuttling him back and forth like a lot of these other pitchers. Leave him up here now. Either he's right to be in the rotation on every five-day basis, or he's not. Or put him on the IL, shut him down, whatever. If he's not ready to go at this point, then okay, then shut him down. Because I, I, I think Michael Soroka is a guy, let him pitch. Let him pitch up here at this level. He's made some good starts in Gwinnett and all this kind of stuff. There's no more tinkering with him. Let, let's start throwing him to the wolves. Oh, well, uh, they got to be careful. Okay. He can't be a Fabergé egg, though. Get him going. Let's get him up to speed. Throw him in the deep end of the pool, right? That's, isn't that how you take a baby to learn how to swim? Throw him in the deep end of the pool. Let's see what he can do. Allow him to do his thing. We've seen him be up at this level and thrive as one of the best young pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. Let him go out there and let him thrive. Let him do his thing. Keep him up here. Don't make him worry about whether or not he's going back down or trying to get right or whatever. Now, barring an injury, but if it's an injury, then shut him down. But keep Michael Soroka up here now. Don't monkey around with him. We'll talk to our buddy Justin Toscano at uh, 740. He is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta uh, Journal-Constitution. And obviously, we got word yesterday about the Three starting all-stars for the uh, Braves. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr., who was the leading vote-getter in in uh, the National League. And Orlando Arcia and Sean Murphy are going to start uh, as well. And, you know, we talked to Bob Nightingale about this. Justin and I talked about it, you know, earlier. I I, I think that Sean Murphy's a, a top-five MVP case. I think he's a top-five MVP case. Now, think about how bad you have to – Think about how bad the Oakland A's are, losing Olsen, Chapman, Sean Murphy. You know, it's crazy. They've had talent. They have had talent. But they've been so poorly run, so poorly mismanaged, so just hands tied with ownership that it, it is a shame. Again, we talk about the A's being one of the great franchises in American League history, and now they're going to Las Vegas. It, it, it is sinful. And it was that way. I mean, again, the Marlins were a gimmick franchise, right? They're an expansion team. They're a gimmick franchise. And I know that the Oakland A's, again, they they were various iterations, right? They came from Kansas City and all that. But they weren't just some gimmick that was created out of thin air like the Marlins were. And they've been one of the great franchises in, you know, again, the athletics have been around since the 1800s. They had Connie Mack in the hundred thousand dollar infield in the early, uh, you know, early teens. They had Lefty Grove and Jimmy Fox and Mickey Conkren and Al Simmons, all guys that are Hall of Famers in the nineteen in the late twenties, early thirties, and on and on and on and on. The Athletics as a franchise have been one of the great franchises in American League history. The Marlins, I mean, again, they've won a couple of World Series, but they've been a gimmick franchise, and they've had ownership that hasn't wanted to invest in them as well. You know, every five, six years, we see this out of the Marlins. They have a nice year. Um, They don't do much of anything, you know, and they just kind of, you know, do their thing, go in the playoffs, and then go by the wayside. Let's hope the Braves sweep tonight. I mean, let's hope they sweep this weekend series where they, you know, can what? Move into a – have a nine-game lead and start to open things up? and make it almost impossible for teams to try to overtake them. And this offense we've talked about, I mean, this will be this will be game 81 for the Braves. 
Tonight is the midway point of the season. And we'll talk about this, you know, at some point, just, you know, kind of give the midway report card, probably more on my podcast since I'm not here uh, next week. But, you know, we'll we'll give the midway point card. But everything has been up arrow, up arrow, up arrow for the Atlanta Braves. So they'll take on the Marlins. Michael Soroka is back. The best uniforms in baseball. Friday night baseball. It'll be a fun weekend um, here in Atlanta, obviously, as they, um, you know, are here through Sunday, and then they'll um, celebrate Independence Day. Um, Day Day, can I? Okay. Point of clarification. All right. And, And I don't get as mad about this as somebody saying Happy Memorial Day. Okay. But. It's not happy Fourth of July. Do we? Do we? Day Day. Do we say happy December twenty fifth? No. Okay. It's it's Happy Independence Day. It's it's call it what it is. It's Independence Day. That that's that's what the holiday is. It's America's birthday. It's Independence Day. It's it's again. We don't say Happy December twenty fifth. We say Merry Christmas. Or some people do. Some people are offended by saying the word Christmas. I, I like offending people. I, I say Merry Christmas to everybody. I don't care what your faith or persuasion is. I, I say Merry Christmas to everybody because I'm hoping to offend you. How do you like that? It's going to be that kind of night, Day Day. It's going to be that kind of night. Hot takes, offending people, not given not given to, you know. Again, John Moxley's got that shirt that says, gives zero you-know-whats, you know. So it would be kind of that uh, kind of deal. But um, but we don't say we don't say happy 4th of July. Say Happy Independence Day. Can we say that, Day Day? Can, can we make a rule on this show? I, I, I can't speak for everybody else. I can't speak for what Randy Mack wants to do. I can't speak for what Bo Morgan wants to do. I can't speak for John Freaky. Um, again, I mean, Freaky probably has a place in his heart, his soft spot, because he was at the signing of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I, 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 I covered it. I, I, I said, look, uh, John, uh, John Hancock, I, I said, make your signature bold. Make it big and bold. I mean, I, 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 I don't make it small. Make it bold. Make it big. I, I, I just, I, and I said, I, you know, I would, I, I don't know. I, I, I would make 13 colonies, not 12. I, I don't think there, I don't think 12 is enough. I, I would make 13 colonies. But anyway, um, so <laughs> it's going to be that kind of night. I can, I can promise you. So, um, so point of clarification, happy Independence Day to everybody. Um, certainly hope everybody has a great uh, long weekend and uh, a great holiday uh, for all of it. Um, you know who's not having a good holiday? A lot of personalities at ESPN. This is insane. Look, they've had cuts like this and such before, but now they have cut. I mean, David Pollack, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Todd McShay. Like, they have cut this thing. Keyshawn, Jalen. Yeah. I mean, uh, are, are, they, name? Uh, are they uh, Susie Colbert, yeah, Susie. Steve Young? Yeah. Like, are they going out of business? I mean, is this a fire sale? Like, there's nobody left of, of any personality. I mean, you can't be, with all due respect, you can't be better at your job than the David Pollocks and the Susie Colbers of the mm-hmm. world, right? Yeah. I mean, say what you will about Van Gundy, but again, he's one of the better, he's more popular that, yeah. NBA analysts that they have. Yeah. Todd, say what you want about Todd McShay, but again, when it comes to the draft and everything around it, Todd, 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 Todd. I mean, again, he may be kind of a cartoon character, but but these guys are big personalities. They they've helped build what the brand of ESPN is. Got to make room for Pat. Well, is he going to go officially though? Is he going it's officially? Reportedly, yeah, like a eighty, uh, eighty some odd million dollar deal for five years. So you remember when they did that? Uh, when they when they made that big splashy deal to sign that Katie Nolan? You know, mm-hmm. she was getting like a million dollars a year. How'd that work out for them? Mm. How'd that work out? Mm. But again, ESPN has just when I say that they have cut to the bone, they feel like they've cut to the bone. Like there can't be very many people that are left. That 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 are that are around now. Got to keep something in the back pocket too for when they re up that SEC deal. <laughs> I mean, look, it's one thing to let Max Kellerman or Keyshawn Johnson go, or even Lafonso Ellis, right? Yeah. But it's another thing when it's McShay, Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Susie, Susie Colber. Yeah. You know, again, David Pollock. Mm-hmm. Like, how much better can you be than David Pollock at what he does? 
and they've let them all go. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. And and look, a lot of those personalities will be picked up. I oh, would yeah. I would love to see David Pollack on that Fakakta Godforsaken Fox show that they do as their pregame college football yeah. meeting. Because that show was dreadful. Yeah. I like I actually believe it or not, I actually like Urban Meyer on that show. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that show has been dreadful with Matt Leinert and some of those. That show's been dread and Brady Quinn. Like that show's dreadful. Yeah. Bring David Pollock on that show. Let him come on that show and beat everybody up and just do his thing on that show. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they'll Susie Pollard and uh, uh, I think they're all gonna be fine. Um, I mean, I think all of them are gonna yeah, be fine. I mean, Jeff Van Gundy can will get a yeah, job I mean, because TNT, he's a big person. Yeah, TNT, right. or, You know, right. somebody they'll 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 right. scoop him up. Um, right. You know, Susie. You know, NB, NFL's on. You know, CBS. So you know, they might you know go after her. Like, yeah. They, I mean, again, there there are all and again, I, I'll, I'll tell you. Who's who's a winner in all of this is Amazon. Yeah. Because Amazon will scoop up some of these personalities. Yeah. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Amazon is gonna I mean, look, with all due respect, and, and I, I think my personal opinion, Al Michaels is the best play by play guy in sports history. In TV sports history, mm-hmm. Al Michaels is the best to ever do it. He won't live forever. He can't be on that show right. forever, right? Have, yeah. There'll come a point where he'll get tired of of, of all this stuff. Somebody's going to have to replace him. Mm-hmm. But, again, they could create this whole new shit with the Steve Youngs and the Susie Colbert's of the world, create their whole own kind of ESPN yeah. kind of deal or Keyshawn or whatever. Yep. So, again, Amazon is going to be the ones that are going to be the big winners in this because they'll thrive. They'll be able to increase their profile mm-hmm. and not just be kind of, okay, whatever they put on. I don't even, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know. I, I know Herb Street and, and Al Michaels. But I don't even know what they do for a pregame show. I don't know about their pregame show. I know they had that deal with Marshawn that was like a halftime deal. Um, yeah, to your point, I well, don't Maraschino really. Maraschino Cherry. What? Marshawn Lynch. They they had uh, like some kind of halftime. Did he talk? Because he, 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 he didn't want to talk when he was playing. Yeah, it was so some he talks kinda, now? Well, yeah, like every city, you know, whatever game, they're, you know, whatever city they were in. He, he was doing Skittles? something. What's he doing? Nah, he was like going to restaurants, but. Oh, to your point, I wasn't watching enough of it. Like, it literally would be on just so I could see the game. Was there any good games on Thursday night? <sighs> I watched that I watched that Falcons-Carolina game. That fit, that set football back 70 years. Yeah, I think the- I had a quarterback rolling on the ground, throwing a shot put like he was throwing a hand grenade <laughs> in, in uh, you know, Dusseldorf, Germany. Yeah, I think the— if I remember correctly, the one that had the most, like, you know, something going for it was, uh, I think, the Seattle 49ers game, maybe. Yeah. Here, uh, even Al Michaels mocked the quality of their game. Yeah. It, the quality was, that's what the quality yeah. was. Even Al Michaels was mocking how bad the games were. All right. Let's get it started. 404-726-0929. 404 726 do you think the big three of DeAndre Hunter, Clint Capella, DeJounte Murray stay with the Atlanta Hawks? Lots of rumors that are floating about all of those guys. We heard it from draft night. We've heard it now. Lots of rumor and innuendo. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9, the game, back at a Chuckery show, hanging out in the Kia Studios Friday night with you. All right, 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. That is our phone line if you want to jump in on this Hawks conversation. A uh, couple of quick things to update, Sean. Um, Kyrie Irving signs a three-year, $126 million deal with the Dallas Mavericks. The estimated numbers on his contract day-day – because the third year is a player option, mm-hmm. okay? 38.9 this year, 42 million the year after that, and his player option will be 45.1 million dollars. Amen. God bless, man. God bless. Cubans listen, got it. Listen, God bless America. Yep. Right? We can't say that enough. God bless America. So, again, um now one of the guys that I wanted Kyle Kuzma signed a four-year, $102 million deal to stay with the Wizards. Now, that's code for I'm gonna, I'm gonna op, I'm gonna get get myself traded in a year. Yeah. But four for 102. Now, I thought he would be about a 25. Because remember, his player option was 13. Right. And I thought, okay, Collins is 25. He'll be about 20. Nope. Four years, hundred and two. What what does that work out to be? Twenty five. Is that like that's just a just little over, over twenty five? Like, yeah, a little over twenty five. Yep. Twenty five point five. Right. Twenty five point five million. Whew. I mean, man, these guys. I mean, these guys are getting getting paid. Man, God bless. I mean, listen. If I haven't said this before, Dayday, God bless America. Yeah. God bless America. I mean, that's the new NBA, though. I mean, how about how about Chris Middleton? Yeah, he got three his, years, one hundred one hundred and two million for three years. Mm-hmm. So was that 30, 33, 33 million, thirty four yeah. million? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty four million a year. Whew. You know how much of that money's guaranteed, by the way? Oh, yeah, all of it. yeah, all yeah. of it. Yeah, every last dripping penny to it. So. Here's the question. Lots of rumors abound about whether or not Capella, Hunter, DeJounte Murray could all be traded. Or, and I'm not saying all three of them are going to get traded, but rumors about any one of those guys being traded. Everybody but Trey Young supposedly is available. 
Then there are other rumors that say that the Hawks are going to just run it back, that this was their big move in free agency, and they're going to move on from Collins in the trade, and they're just going to kind of add some pieces to the back end of their bench, but by and large are going to run it back. Which way are you leaning? Do you think one of the big three for the Hawks stays or goes? 404-726-0929. Now, look, I went into this thing thinking that they were going to probably run it back. The John Collins deal was a salary dump. Let, let's not get it twisted. It was a it was a salary dump, and I understand that. The, the roster spot and moving below the luxury tax is probably more important, you know, right now for what this franchise is looking at. But this roster is not better. You, you miss me with the, well, everybody will be better because of Quinn Snyder. Everybody will be better because they're in their uh, one year older. Miss me with all that nonsense. This roster needs to get better. And and my and I said it before the Collins trade, but it's still my fear is that when you look at how many guys are under contract right now, that they're by and large just going to run it back with this group. That yeah, they'll they'll find somebody to replace John Collins. It may not be a top tier kind of player. Uh, they probably won't use much of their exemption that they have available at twenty five million dollars, where basically they don't they can, they don't have to match as much as twenty five million dollars in a trade. Right, I think by and large that all three of those guys are going to be back. I don't think it makes sense to trade DeJounte Murray. I, I still think that he's your best two-way player, and I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense to split up him and Trey Young now that we have Quinn Snyder. Let's see if they can make this thing work. When Snyder, when uh, when Trey Young and DeJounte Murray played well together, the Hawks won. The Hawks won. When, when those two guys were the best players on the floor for the Atlanta Hawks. They won. When they played well together and, and they were in sync with one another, they won. So I think you run it back with that. Capella's one of those interesting cases because for what his contract is worth, he has some value. You know, he has value because I think he's an elite rebounder. He's a good enough defensive presence at the rim. He can he can he can set up scoring opportunities. I mean, he you know again, if you get him in the right offensive system with the lobs and all, he can be an effective scorer. He can give you a double double every single night. But he's got a lot of value for what that con that contract's like twenty one million dollars or something like that. There's value in that. And so, on one hand, you say, okay. Do we move him and get something back? But on the other hand, if you're not going to get much back in the way of, you know, players, why trade him? Because he's a good value. DeAndre Hunter is a guy who I honestly, unless they put together a package of things, I don't think his I don't think you could move his contract as a one-off. I, I don't think you could I don't think you can move off of his contract as like a, a, a like a John Collins type of deal. I don't think you can do that. Because I just I don't I don't see DeAndre Hunter's value at twenty plus million dollars a year. Four for ninety. And look, it's it's a big number for him when he hasn't done enough in this league so far. And I just don't know. I guess maybe somebody will take it. But again, because he's only at the start of this contract, when he's first going into that extension. It's not like he's about to enter the last year of that extension. He's entering the first year of his extension, which will make it hard to try to move off of him. So I don't see I don't see him moving all of that easily. So again, I'll I'll stay with what I thought was going to happen that they are by and large going to run this thing back. And, and Collins may be their biggest move that they make in the offseason. Now, am I happy about that? No, I'm not happy about that. Am, am I satisfied with that if they get under the luxury tax and just kind of add some – no. Oh, why would you be happy with that? I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm going to be happy. It's more a matter of I think what the, what the Hawks organization is going to do. And by the way, Let's just, for argument's sake, say, Data, let, let's, Data, let's extrapolate this out, okay? Let's say the Hawks, by and large, run it back. And, and again, 
they add a bench piece or two or, you know what I mean? Like they just, they basically just make some real low tier kinds of moves, right? To strengthen up their roster a little bit. Okay. You mean to tell me that that was uh, Jarvis Landry's plan or what? what's his name? Um, Landry Fields plan. Mm-hmm. You, you mean to, you mean to tell me that that was his plan to just make some small moves to stay under the luxury tax by moving Collins? You tell me that that was his idea to do that. You tell me that that's where his direction and his head was at to do that kind of thing? Come on. Come on. If that's what ends up happening, come on. Let's be real. You know, let, let's, let's not try to spin this thing for what it is. He could tell me about all he's in charge and everything like that. But, again, if the owner of that team doesn't want to be in the luxury tax, they will not be in the luxury tax. And, by the way, the Braves are rolling right now. Olsen's got a two-run homer. Ronnie scored from Riley. First, too. He mm-hmm. scored from first off of uh, – Yeah, yeah he scored. A... Well, again, that's what he does. I mean, again, <laughs> you, you, hit a, you hit a gapper to the wall, Ronnie's going to score. Yeah, again, he... we saw him score last year on a bloop double from second. Yeah. He on, was... on, on, a, on, a ball that ba- on a ball that got only about 17 feet out of the infield. Right. He scored from second on that play. <laughs> he was easing up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So again, uh, Braves are up three nothing already. This is gonna be a sweep. This gonna this gonna be a sweep for for the Braves. They're just gonna clobber. Thank God. Well, it's good. Them. The offense is coming on for as far as Soroka is concerned. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. good that the offense kind of gets going now. Yeah. Kind of help him stay. Yeah. You know, yep. even yep. kill. Stay, stay, yep. Let, let him let him work from a lead. Let him. You know, uh, he doesn't not gonna feel the pressure to right. you know make perfect pitches on every single thing. Mm-hmm. Just let him relax again and again. He's been through these battles before. It's not like Michael yeah. Soroka's just some jabron that they just called up from from Mississippi or whatever. Okay, uh, he's he's got playoff experience and everything else along with it. But back to the Hawks, I, I I I just think that if they run this thing back kind of as is with with just a few tweaks here and there, you can't sell me on the idea that Landry Fields is the guy calling the shots. You can't, you can't, and I don't care. Again, if it's Tony Wrestler, if it's Nick Wrestler, if it's Whoever. Again, we saw that Tony Wrestler, sorry, Nick Wrestler got promoted to, what was it, the liaison for the governor? governor. Yeah. Yeah. Liaison to the governor, first lieutenant to the governor. Like it's the mafia. Like, like what what is he? A consigliere, right? He's a he's a he's the consigliere to the uh godfather. (laughs) You know, to the Don. He's the consigliere to the Don, is what he is right now. We'll see what happens, but I, I don't have as much faith in, in this Hawks organization. And, look, we could talk about, you know, making moves at some point, but, you know, we got to get some we got to get some better players on this roster. we gotta, we got to get this roster fixed, and I don't want to wait around just, just for the sake of waiting around. All right, when we come back, Justin Toscano is going to join us. We'll uh, talk some Braves baseball with him, beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution for the Braves. Chuck in the Kia Studios. Sports Radio 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Friday evening is, well, lots of Braves news as they've been red hot uh, as of late. Three all-star starters, and uh, we'll wait to see more Braves as they uh, make their way onto the all-star team. A lot of good news uh, going around, and, of course, they take on the Florida Marlins, who are also hot uh, as well. This is arguably two of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball. Let's uh, head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Justin Toscano. He is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work, and he's on Twitter, at Justin C. Toscano. Justin, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes tonight on the show. Yeah, yeah, of course, John. Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be back. Let's uh, let's talk about the All-Star game. I mean, look, I don't again, I, I, Orlando Arcia has been one of the great stories in all of Major League Baseball, but I can tell you I don't think that anybody had on their bingo card that he was going to be the starter for the National League All-Star. It, what an accomplishment, and what a great year it's been for Orlando Arcia all the way around. Yeah, man, this is one of the best stories in baseball going right now, and the Braves could have another one with Bryce Elder in a few days, but you just look at Orlando Arcia, right, from February to now, in terms of he comes into spring training, and everybody's talking about Vaughn Grissom. Everybody's talking about, well, maybe they should have brought back Dancy Swanson as well. And fans were saying, well, I wish the Braves spent on Trey Turner. I wish they at least spent on Xander Bogarts. I wish we were in play. Maybe there was a trade to be had with Willie Adamas uh, over, you know, in Milwaukee. Orlando Arcia hit not only won the job, but he's come in and shut all of that up, uh, for lack of a better phrase. Like, he has, I mean, offensively, I think he's given them. I knew the Braves thought he had more in the bat than he's shown to this point in his career and that he swung it well last year and in spring training. Um, but I just – I don't think anybody could have expected this type of offensive production. And really, when he was hurt and you saw Vaughn Grissom coming, and this is nothing against Grissom, he's just a young player, we've seen the difference between a seasoned shortstop like Orlando Arcia and, and you know, younger shortstops. He's got, you know, the seasoning. His hand, he's got great hands. Um, I mean, he's not fast on the bases. He's not fast speed-wise, but he's quick. He's nimble. He makes every movement you need to out in the field. Um, I, he's just been sensational. And I think this has got to be one of the best stories in baseball going right now for a guy who, like I said, man, like everybody just overlooks him. Everybody figures, well, he's not going to be the answer. Well, the Braves have Orlando Arcia, and, you know, the, they had mentioned him in the offseason, but – I think everybody assumes, well, it's going to be Vaughn Grissom. He's got the upside. Or they'll make a trade. Or what if they spring for one of the top four, you know, the big four shortstops that made a lot of money this winter. And Orlando Arcia has, has really just validated the Braves' face. You, you know, Justin, I'm curious. You know, in conversations that you've had with him and such, you know, is it a matter of embracing the opportunity? Is it just a general enthusiasm that he has about being – an everyday player, or, you know, maybe could it even be a little bit of a chip on his shoulder? Like, what's the read that you get from him about what he's been given here with this opportunity? Yeah, yeah, the read I get from talking to him um, and, you know, through interpreter Franklin Garcia is just, really, he hasn't mentioned, and, and I've asked, but he hasn't, you know, he's kind of shied away from talking about the chip on his shoulder, and, like, not, I'm not saying he's lying, but it's got to be there to some degree, right? Like, he's got to have known, like, that everybody thought, you know, hey, he's just his backup, and hey, it should be, you know, anybody else but him. And he probably heard, you know, the talk, like, hey, the Braves can't go in without, you know, Orlando RCC. Headlines, tweets, videos, everything on social media, whatever, um, us talking on the radio, who, what be it. I mean, you would have to think that's the shift factor then, but – I think the main thing in talking to him and other people is just the consistent opportunity, right? Like, I think so much of this game is about projecting who is going to pop when you give them that opportunity. 
And I think he's one of those guys. He always, you know, everybody talks about, well, he's going to be exposed after, you know, he gets 100 the bats. Well, he's only played six innings at shortstop. And he was sitting behind Danzy Swanson. I mean, a gold glover who had last year a six-war season, I think it was. Um, and, and so, in talking to Orlando, I, I really just think it's the opportunity because the things he told me are that he's doing the same work. Um, I know he made some sort of swing change in the last few years, but that's helped him swing the bat. You know, he's swinging the bat better than everybody thought he could, but in talking to him, my read is that it's just the opportunity, like the chance to play every day and show what he could do. And I think so much of that is you have the juxtaposition between how Grissom looked at the position uh, when he played here for, you know, about three weeks or a month. I think it was three weeks. And then how Arsene has handled the position. And I think it's, it's kind of night and day, honestly. And I think you're seeing the value of RC. And I think he's just, on an everyday basis, has gotten to show everybody his value with not only the defense, but the slow heartbeat and the consistent clutch hitting and, and just everything he's done. Um, but look, like he hasn't mentioned, you know, I think he's mentioned like he's motivated in general, but hasn't mentioned like wanting to prove the doubters wrong or anything. But you would have to think there's got to be a little something of that, right? Like he's human. Like I would have to think that. There's no way, especially these days, there's no way players don't hear the noise. Like, I just simply won't believe that. I guess I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying, like, you know, I think he's probably a little shy about talking about that or just opts not to. But I think it's mostly an everyday opportunity. Justin Toscano, Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk about Michael Soroka. He makes his return to the rotation tonight and is going to get the start. Look, you know, I've said this, barring injury or barring just catastrophically bad results, I mean, is it time to just let Soroka stay up here, work his way through some things? I, You know, again, he's proven before that he's a very good major league pitcher, and he was excellent a few years ago. And I know he's coming back from all the injuries, but at some point you have to just kind of let him feel his way through it and just get his sea legs underneath him. Do you think he's here to stay now? at this point, or are they still going to kind of, you know, do that Partridge family bus of shuttling players back and forth with them? <laughs> yeah, I like how you described that. I would have to think that this is the one that they feel comfortable with him being here to stay. I mean, granted, I guess there's no other option. I mean, if they lined it up, I mean, if they wanted to, they could have had Alan Wynan start, uh, make a spot for him, see what he had. If they wanted to, they could have had Dylan Dodds, but Dylan just hasn't pitched well um, down there in AAA. I think, personally, I think this has got to be, you know, this is probably the time where they want to see Soroka over a couple starts um, before the break. And, and, you know, and if he looks good, then have him be part of the rotation, especially because, like, was he great in his first stint? No. But I think recently what you've seen is, like, Jared Schuster, you know, didn't have much swing in this. Um, you know, he was good. He was serviceable. Like, he was – getting the job done, but I think this is the time, after, especially after Soroka gives you, you know, three earned runs over 19 innings across those three starts since you set him down. I think this is the time he's probably earned a couple starts up here to, to kind of maybe not even work through things, because he's he, and he knows he's not up here to work through things, but he's earned, you know, some leeway of, of you know, three, four starts. That being said, you know, you never try to bet with Alex Anthopoulos. You just don't know. I mean, in terms of, like, you know, what they're truly thinking or what will happen because they do play the roster game in a very smart way and shuttle guys up and down and they need them and put guys and you know put themselves in the best position to succeed um so who knows but I, I would think at a certain point you know they've always said and like I, I know that you know they don't want to yo-yo him that's exactly what they didn't want to do what happened last time is what they don't want to do I would think they don't want to do that again um especially because he fits well in triple a um I just think that this has got to be the time where maybe he gets a little bit of runway here if he pitches well in these last two start, you know, these two starts before the break. Um, you also have AJ Schnitzhaber to think about, considering his, um, uh, you know, his send down wasn't, you know, really about performance as much as it was just needing like an extra arm up. Um, but I, I would have to think this is kind of Soroka's time to to cement himself. I guess that being said, the Braves have made it clear with every move they've made this season with that rotation that, like, they're not going to wait on anybody. Uh, if you don't give them the best chance to win, they'll move on. 
Justin, I mean, obviously Ronnie is, I believe, he's the clear-cut favorite to win National League MVP as of right now, and, and it's not really even a close race. But I will say, you know, Matt Olson, he's on pace to, you know, set the franchise record for homers. But could a case be made that Sean Murphy is a top-five MVP candidate across the league? I mean, his value to this team has been extraordinary. And again, now that he's gotten out of Oakland Alameda Coliseum, and actually getting a chance to kind of thrive, we've seen how good an offensive player he is. I, I, I don't, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't have uh, Murphy in your top five as far as MVP go. Right. No. I. I. Yeah. I think a case can be made for sure. Like, especially because the injury he did have, he missed what like what, about a week, and so I, I yeah, he missed like six games. I think it was five games, whatever it turned out to be six. Um, I. I mean, I just think that with with Murph, what he's given you is more offense than he ever has in his career. And then, this is tough because, like, some MVP voters don't take this into account. I would if I voted on that award. And, like, defensively, he's just been so important, right? Mm -hmm. In a year where the staff hasn't had Kyle Wright, in a year where they haven't had Max Freed, in a year where they've shuffled injury after injury from the bullpen, um, you know, especially early on, I mean, I just think defensively, like, the work he's done with the pitching center shouldn't go unnoticed. That's a huge part of being a catcher. Um, and then offensively, man, I mean, yeah, like you said, dude, Ronald Acuna is up there. He's a clear-cut favorite. Matt Olson's doing what he does. But Olson's also got a ton of strikeouts, and he will tell you that, too. He's still producing runs, but I think when you look at the entire package of Sean Murphy, offensively and defensively, I think he's got to be top five. I mean, his OPS has been over 900 pretty much the entire season. And for a catcher who prides himself on elite defense, that's incredibly rare. Like, that's J.T. Real Muto stuff. Um, you know, and, and in this case, even even better. I mean, so I, I would make that case and feel pretty comfortable doing it, honestly. Like, I don't think that would be a reach just because he's given you, you know, pretty much all you could ask for in terms of the elite defense especially in the midst of the new rules um, where it makes controlling the running game harder. And then he's given you a pretty deep offensive profile in terms of, like, the OPS is there, like the homers are there. You know, the power numbers are ticking up because of his home ballpark. Um, you know, the OPS plus, weighted runs created plus, um, you know, the extra base hits, all of that is there. Plus, what tells me that he's having an outstanding offensive season, too, is, like, I feel like his average exit velocity is up there. Um, and it feels like he's hitting a lot of balls hard. I think he's got a very deep portfolio this season to this point. I, I would make that case that he's top five. I mean, heck, if, if not top four, depending on how you want to parse, you know, uh, Freddie Freeman and all, all those other guys who would be in that tier after Ronald Acuna and Luis Arise. Last question for you, Justin. I was here in 2003. I didn't think I'd ever see an offense for the Braves that was as good as that team. I mean, Javi and Sheffield and Andrew and Chipper playing left. That was a juggernaut offensively. This team is on pace to still score about 900 plus runs and maybe they could catch the 2003 Braves for most runs in, in the 20th century part of Braves baseball. This lineup is so deep and this team is so good. You know, this lineup doesn't feel like there are any holes and you never get a night off from this lineup no matter what part of the order that you're facing, it always seems like somebody is coming through for this team. Uh, yeah, I, I know. It's it's insane. I did something today uh, in my newsletter about looking at the historical comparison for offenses who have had a June where they've hit at least 300 with a 915 OPS or above, uh, and then offenses who had a month like that since 1901. I mean, offenses that have had a June like that, the Braves are one of seven teams, and it's only happened – it's happened less than 30 times in history for any month since 1901. So, I mean, it just tells you how good they've been. And really, like, we look at this, like, I know at this point, June is a large fraction of the season, but we look at this like everybody's talking about a hot month. They've been the best team in baseball offensively the entire season. Mm -hmm. Like, even when they weren't swinging it as well in April, they were still up there, top five. And it really makes you think about kind of the growth they could have when, you know, what I mean you look at the numbers of runners in scoring position and before a couple of weeks ago, they weren't great. They were like 26 with runners in scoring position. Um, their numbers, I mean, they were bottom third in all those categories. I mean, I, I think this is the best offense in baseball. And I honestly, like right now, I don't think it's particularly close. 
just because other teams, you know, go on these heaters like this. But with these guys, it feels so real just because you have the depth from one through nine. Like, and you've got this year, I think this is the difference, right? This year you've got Marcelo's in hitting, Eddie Rosario is hitting, and Orlando Arcee is providing probably better production than Dansby Swanson did. If you look at how Dansby kind of leveled off after that, you know, throughout the first half, I, I just think that there's really no breaks. Um, and yeah, like that 2003 offense is always the one that kind of gets mentioned. They had a couple of few, few great months in 2006, but I, I like this is, I mean, you, I don't think we're extending here by saying this offense could go down as like the best in history. Right. I mean, just from the numbers. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and the crazy part is Riley's not had one of those hot streaks yet. Michael Harris is just getting hot. I mean, you know, it's I mean, they they've had and, and they've had injuries to their lineup as well. I mean, so through all the bumps and things like that, they've emerged as, you know, the best uh, you know, in the National League. So Justin Toscano is the Braves beat writer for the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Join me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. AJC.com is where you can check out all of his work. Follow him on Twitter at Justin C. Toscano. Justin, as always, buddy, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll talk again here soon. Yep. Always a pleasure, John. Thanks so much. You got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio 1990 Game, the Odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.